so it was an email initially and Jackie was just like group trip to Morocco here's the hotel links if you want to book your hotel now hit these people up mm. so I hit the people up booked my hotel within the week mm. I didn't know it was a wedding I wasn't really suspicious because I knew Jackie was going to tell me if it was a wedding <laughs> but apparently Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things from around the world, and we're in season four, Voyage 22. But before we begin, I hope you guys subscribe, like, comment, and don't forget, hit that notification bell so you guys know when new episodes drop. Now, we have an amazing undercover superstar in our midst. She's the real MVP. She stays behind the scenes and doesn't really show herself too much, but... We got the amazing Jackie HD. Jackie, tell the people who you are, where you're from. So I'm Jacqueline, probably better known as Jackie, Jackie HD, depending on who you ask. I am a project manager by day. I also own a couple of businesses, own slash co-own, including property management. So if you're an investor, holla at me. Mm. Okay, okay. So you are a serial entrepreneur. How's that life treating you? I mean, it has its highs, it has its lows. Mm -hmm. It's all a learning experience, getting it done as you go. It's mm. been great, though. What made you want to like just kind of dip your toe in a lot of different things? So for me, it's a, the excitement of doing different things. Mm. So I like that my day-to-day -day is different every day. Like, even with my nine-to-five, my day-to-day -day is never the same. So that's exciting for me. Okay, okay. And where are you from? I'm from Harlem. From Harlem, yes. okay, Harlem World, but you you're in Jersey now, right? Chill, chill, chill. I'm from Harlem. Like, <laughs> oh, see, New Yorkers never want to remove their New York status, but it's all good. It's all I do good. live in Jersey, though. Okay, so what triggered your desire to travel? So what's interesting is the only place I went when I was young on a plane was Florida. Mm -hmm. So I got in international travel happened for me after college. Mm. I got my passport 2014 and I didn't take my first international trip until 2017. And it was just something I decided to do. Like I was working hard, so I wanted to go somewhere else. And it was March, my first international trip. So coming off a long winter in New York, mm -hmm. I wanted some heat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you mentioned your first trip was to Florida Flight-wise, where did you guys go? So I was young. I was like nine, eight. Mm -hmm. Went to Disney. See, all these people going to Disney. I don't understand. Disney, can I get Can I get a Disney experience? Because I feel like I've been missing out my whole life. <laughs> I mean, but, we could make it happen if you really try I to mean, see Bert and Ernie and from, all From what I hear, Disney <laughs> as an adult is probably more lit than Disney as a kid. So we at I least get her. to drink. Yes. Right, yes. right. So... Disney as a kid, but that wasn't really like the memorable trip. So this trip that you did to the to the Caribbean, you said to the Caribbean, right? So I went to Antigua, Barbuda, my first international. Trip. Oh, you you was flexing on them real quick. You like Something I'm fresh like out that. of college. <laughs> we gonna make this work. Like what was that. that like? It was an amazing trip, and my great grandfather is actually from Barbuda. Oh, nice! So it was a new way to connect with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. Like I was able to show her pictures and bring her back sand of where her father came from. So oh, it was nice. pretty dope. Nice. And I actually went all in out there now. 
Oh, listen, listen, look, listen. Don't do it by yourself. Call at your boy. I got we you. might make something it's, work it's out. You know? Um, so, Barbuda, what continue to want to travel? Continue to make you want to travel? So, 2017 was just a yes year. So, I did Antigua Barbuda in March, then Cuba in August because Cuba was open for us. Mm-hmm. So, that was what sparked that. And Cuba was dope. Cuba I mean, was fire. I, I had a couple of other guests on here talking about Cuba and like how amazing that experience was. What was Cuba like for you? Because I, I know there's propaganda and there's reality, mm-hmm. right? Like, what was that like for you? So Cuba was an amazing experience. Cuba actually opened me up to the art scene. Like I always liked art, but mm. I went to Cuba and was ready to spend all of my money on art. <laughs> like, I don't know if it was the people outside actually sitting on the street doing the art mm. that prompted it, but it was so dope to me. Like, wow, this is really fire. So you was about to have like a whole suitcase of nothing but. No, honestly, it was like, cause I went with one of my friends and two of her coworkers. Mm-hmm. So one of the coworkers asked my friend, like, is she an art collector? <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> you about to have a whole curated art museum yes. at your crib. Yes, I need that. Oh man. So from that, like, what of that made you want to kind of like continue traveling? Is there one particular thing in travel that inspires you to continue going? Just being able to go different places. Like, it's the thrill. Mm. Okay, okay. So now, do you have, a like, a bucket list of places that you'd like to visit? Yeah, it's a long list. I mean, give us, <laughs> give us at least four to five. Um, Maldives. I want to go to Dubai. I want to explore more of Africa, definitely. Mm. Like, I won't even give you specifics. I just want to jump the whole continent. Um, and... Bahamas. Mm, Bahamas. We might do it. We might be able to set up a Bahamas cruise. Let's do it. You can see the different islands. Let's do um, it. So, you bucket list. And do you have like a favorite trip you've been on so far? Favorite trip? I would say they all have favorite moments that stuck out to me, but I'll say Antigua Barbuda. Mm. Yeah. Just because that was my first experience overseas, the blue water, the connecting with where um, essentially I'm from and my mm. family. So yeah, that was a really dope trip. Oh nice. So she she got a little Caribbean in her. She just didn't she well, took a little while to figure it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, this show's about Voyage 22. Yes, sir. Um and you were probably one of the first group of people that got noticed. Like, hey, yes. we going to Morocco. Yes. Now, I, I some people told me they're like, this is a wedding. It ain't no regular trip. What was your thoughts when you got the message? So it was an email initially and Jackie was just like, group trip to Morocco. Here's the hotel links. If you want to book your hotel now, hit these people up. Mm. So I hit the people up, booked my hotel within the week. Mm. I didn't know it was a wedding. I wasn't really suspicious because I knew Jackie was going to tell me if it was a wedding. <laughs> but apparently... <laughs> she wasn't going to tell nobody. Right. But within that same week, she ended up telling me, like, actually, this is my wedding. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so now, um, you know, some like you got many jobs. You have a lot of responsibilities. Right. Mm-hmm. And this trip is what you did. The extended trip. On yep, top of 10 that, days. Right? But that's before you knew there was an extended yeah, trip. Yeah. Right. So once you've locked down the excursions plus the trip, like. 
how did you prepare for this trip? Because a lot of people may not have the money to just drop on a trip right away. So how did you go about making sure that it was affordable such that you're not robbing Peter to pay Paul? So what I did was I had the money for the hotel and mm-hmm. the hotel didn't take my credit card. They didn't take Amex. So mm-hmm. I couldn't put it on the credit card anyway. Right, right. So I paid for the hotel up front. Um, that was in April 2021. And then I booked my flight first before the excursion. Mm-hmm. I did my flight in le- like September. Mm-hmm. And it was really cheap then, like $600 round trip. Right, right. So I thought, you know, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Then United canceled the <laughs> part of the flight. <laughs> so right, I wasn't right. good. And then, uh, so I put that on a credit card mm-hmm. on the Amex and... The excursions, they also didn't take MX for whatever reason. So I ended up just paying for that outright. Mm. So what made you want to do the extended trip? I figured I'm out there. Let's mm. do it. 10 days versus five. You know, it's not that big of a difference. Good. Yes, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here for everything. Plus, I mean, as a entrepreneur and then all the other things, you, you kind of set your own schedule. Yes. And if you did have a day job, like, look, I got 10 days anyway. Might as well use them all up. Yes. That's what's up. That's what's up. So now, was this your first time on a continent? This was my first time in Africa. Oh, wow. So what was your first impression once you got there? So when we got off the plane and we met with Saeed and he said, welcome home. It was like, wow. I felt that energy like. I did feel like I was home. I felt like that was my family. Mm. Like, Saeed and them were my family. Especially when we did the extension, too. They treated us like family the whole time. Nice, nice. Did you have any preconceived notions of what Morocco, of all places, would be like? Or did... Because, you know, somebody also mentioned that, like, they felt like they didn't need to go to Morocco because they've seen it so much on social media Mm -hmm. that they felt like they've already been in this, like not really a necessary place to go visit. What did you think? So no, I didn't have any preconceived notions. I did. Jackie went, I'm not sure what year, but she went before and I saw her pictures and it looked beautiful. Mm -hmm. The only thing I wasn't prepared for was that 50 degrees was actually 50 (laughs) degrees out there. Like it was cold. It was like (laughs) spring out here. Oh wow. Yeah. That, that drop in weather once the sun goes down. Yeah. As soon as the sun left, it was freezing. Mm -hmm. So we, we have like the, the day we land, we kind of chill. And the first day of excursions was to the Medina. Right. Have you ever experienced and, you know, just explain in your own words, like what that experience was like, if, so, if anything. So I'm from Harlem, so I'm going to give a Harlem example. It was like 125th Street on steroids times a thousand. Mm. Like the way they were trying to sell to us, they were <laughs> just right at us. Like it was no, no let up, no breath. Everybody coming from all English side, some of them selling the same thing. It don't matter. Buy from me, not him. <laughs> yeah, and it, everybody got best price, best price, good yes, price, good price. Yes, and um, I, I'm not sure you're tall, so I'm not sure if you got a lot of basketball, female basketball references, or just <laughs> Obama references. I got a lot of Obamas, you know, Keisha's, anything that ended in A. <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. And did did you end up getting anything while you were out there? Um, yeah, so I, I bought some stuff, uh, mostly souvenirs for, like, my family and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Okay, so later that evening, we had, like, a nice cocktail hour and dinner, mm-hmm. and then 
shoot, we part we partied in the mansion. Like, what was that experience like for you? We partied. We partied under the stars. It was amazing. It was cold, but it was amazing. <laughs> like, we had a lot of fun. Okay, and then um, the dinner table. What were your thoughts? So when we got there, and I was exploring, looking at everybody's rooms and stuff because they have five different sections. We saw the chairs. Mm-hmm. And from the chairs, I knew it was going to be fire. But when they set out that table, mm-hmm. it was more than I could have imagined. Like, we saw, we had a picture of it, because Jackie made, like, a flip book, but it was better than the pictures. Were you able to see them set? Because I have a reel up with the tables getting set up. And even during the day, it looked super dope. And so once the night hit, I know it was cold, but we had them nice little heaters. But once the nights hit and you saw all the lights, all the candles lit up, like on a table and the candles on top. They set that the ambiance. Yeah, yeah, that drum was fire. They set the ambiance. And even with the, the heaters around us, like, you know, we would probably like a little couple more. A little more, But yeah. <laughs> they also set kind of like the tone for us to be outside and kind of like, get closer vibe yeah like it was a whole vibe and the group of people we were with just increased the vibe nice nice now the next day was the wedding right yes um some of y'all came in at breakfast with some sunglasses on yes yes because y'all probably partied a little too much the night before yes um shout out to bougie girl yeah shout out bougie girl (laughs) um she had everybody on cloud yes um but she had everybody elegantly elegantly elevated. <laughs> and um, so we gave a couple of y'all some CP times because we knew y'all was going to pull up when I y'all was like going to pull up. y'all gave us CP time for every event that was orchestrated. And like. it was necessary. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, outside of the bride being late for things, nobody else should be late, right? That's a fact. That's a and fact. so if everybody else was on time, y'all was on time because y'all was on our time. You know what I'm saying? No, we needed that CP time buffer. Like, it yeah. was a good idea. Uh, look, you're welcome. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Thank you. And um, so the wedding, right? Um, one of the best things I think we could have ever done, you were my producer for the wedding, right? Yes, sir. You know, footage coming out soon, hopefully, maybe. Yes, we're not sure. the footage. Um, we're not sure yet. You know, we we still working on a couple of kinks <laughs> here. But... Um, you one help with the production of the show of the of the of the ceremony, mm-hmm. and then two, um, you saw the crowd like you know sobbing all crazy like, and while I was maintaining my thug dizzle, you know, we what were I mean? doing what now? Um, <laughs> and so you know, um, what what was that like seeing everybody one not all on their phones and like fully engaged? I know you were like trying to work at the same time, but there had to be like. And awe and like just being able to see everybody so concentrated. I feel like the best thing that you and Jackie did was take away everybody's phones. Mm. Like, I feel like in general, vacation forces you to be present right. with the people you're with. But taking our phones, we weren't able to see it through the camera lens of our phones. We're not trying to capture the moment. We're in the moment. Mm. So I think it was great that y'all took our phones. Mm, nice, nice. And did you drop a thug tear or two? But you, you two gangster for that. I mean, I don't think the people need to know. They don't. Oh, they don't need to. Okay, That's my okay. business. Jackie HD. <laughs> That's she don't my need to business. seem like you know, like me, who's you know, I was chilling. You know Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, so wedding reception, which was super dope outdoors. 
you know, a couple of amazing fellas did some performing activities. Yes, y'all did y'all thing. We sang a couple of, well, they sang a couple of songs, right? <laughs> um, and then, you know, night went out. The next day, we went out for the hamam. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts about that? The hamam was everything we needed mm. after those first two days. Right. Especially after the long flight and everything. The hamam was everything. Mm. Now, have you ever experienced something like that before? Mm. (laughs) but i need to experience it more Mm, nice nice so we do the hamam did you go to the ysl museum on sunday yep i did everything and what was that like the ysl museum was really dope dope. what 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 did you like about that so just being in a museum environment Mm -hmm. like i like art Mm. you're right you couldn't take none of his stuff with you right i couldn't take it with me but to be present in the moment and absorb everything nice nice and so Monday, most of us leave and you decided to extend your trip five days. I haven't really talked to a lot of people that did the extended trip. Now, I got one version of the story. What like tell me like you got five days. So what were where did you start? Where did you end? And like what was that experience like? Okay, so we left around nine AM from Marrakesh. Mm-hmm. We, I can't tell you where the in-between point between Marrakesh and the desert was, but we stopped at a small hotel for mm-hmm. the night in time for our guys to break fast and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the following day, we went to the desert, um, rode a camel to our tents in the desert, and it's yes. not like regular camping, it's <laughs> glamping. Glamping, okay. Um, The water pressure was lit, the food was lit, like it's definitely not a tent out in sand. Um, so so before you continue, like, I've never been to a desert, mm-hmm. period, ever in my life. Like, what was that? Like, was it hot, hot? Was it like, like, did you expect the experience there as it to be what it was? Or so, you were kind of surprised that? So, no, it wasn't hot, hot. I think they timed it perfectly because we didn't get to the desert and on the camels to ride to the tent till like it was becoming nighttime. Like okay. the whole purpose was they wanted us to see the sunset nice, before nice. we got to the tents. So it was actually perfect time and it wasn't that hot. Um, I probably wouldn't ride a camel again. <laughs> I was over it in like what 10 was, minutes. It was, was that it got painful. Like it you ain't just have no, um, really got painful. The, the struts on the side, like you do on a horse or. Was so just... they had a little saddle thing, mm-hmm. but 10 minutes in, it was like, okay, these thighs, it, it's time. <laughs> but then it's like, what are you going to do? You can't walk. Right. Because if you walk, you're walking in the sand for like, we was on the camels for like an hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's Probably crazy. more. Mm. So, sand, you, you take camels to your, um, tent. to your tents. Mm-hmm. And then what was that like after that? So, they welcomed us with music and dancing and tea and like, pastries mm-hmm. that was dope by the time we got there it was dark um then a little sandstorm hit but by that time we was already in the tents the tents were settled down it wasn't like it was swaying in the sandstorm mm-hmm. or anything and then we had dinner and they served us like four courses oh, oh yeah. my god y'all was nice treatment in the desert okay so from there so that was what day one day two Day one, day two, yep. And then day three, day four, what was that like? So we left the desert in the morning. 
We went sandboarding first. Sandboarding. That was a dope so experience. Was it so is sandboarding like similar to like is your experience the same as snowboarding? I would say so. Okay. It's just what I think it's a different type of board. Like the board might be lighter. Okay. Because it's in the sand, but yeah, it was dope. They had they took us to some hills and we slid down the snowboarding. Oh, yeah, I, I don't. I didn't have enough vacation time to take the extra <laughs> five days. Next time, you know, it's all good. It's, it's always the next time. All right, always go back. Okay, so snow. Did everybody snowboard? No, everybody didn't sandboard, but most of us did. Sandboard, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, and what was that like for you? I fell twice. Mm-hmm. The first well, time the guy set me up. Though. Is it is it <laughs> is it better to fall in the sand or fall in the snow? Well, for me, I don't like being cold, so the sand was perfect. Oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Because falling in the snow without gloves. <laughs> right. Don't, don't do it's it a again. recipe don't for disaster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you snap sandboard, mm-hmm. and then after that, what happened? So we left the desert. They set it up to where somebody from the camp mm-hmm. took us out there so that they could just go back with the equipment gotcha. from sandboarding. So okay. we left and we were on our way to Fez. Oh, nice. And then we stayed in Fez two nights. Honestly, the extension was so dope, I would have done everything double. Mm-hmm. Like two nights in the desert instead of one, mm-hmm. four nights in Fez instead of two. Right. But Fez was fired too. We stayed in a Riyadh um, and the lady that cooked for us she was so amazing. Like, she welcomed us by calling us her familia. Oh, nice, nice. And nothing she made, every, everything she made tasted like it was made with love. Like, love was the key ingredient and everything. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So, Fez and then from Fez to Casablanca? Casablanca was our last stop. And we stayed there for a night. And what was your thoughts of Casablanca? Casablanca seemed to be the Americanized version of it. Like when we got there, they gave us Tropicana orange juice versus the first squeeze. They gave us Lipton tea versus the mint leaf tea. Like so, Casablanca was like the Americanized mm. part of it. But it was dope to be like near the ocean and stuff. Okay, so um, <coughs> excuse me, Beyonce mm-hmm. um, talked about these baths. Right. Did you get a chance to enjoy your baths at the the hotel? Bath? No, no, no. My my thing didn't have a bath. It was shower only. Okay. Okay. So, overall, what was your thoughts of the experience? Overall, it was dope as hell, and I would do it again. Mm, nice. Right now, if I could. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you mentioned earlier, like just knowing, like your first trip was going to. Barbuda, Antigua, Antigua, Barbuda, and you know, just kind of tapping into like your familiar, your family culture. Mm-hmm. Um, as a black woman traveling, you know, how much does that play a role in where you go and what you go see? So now I'm branching out into trying to solo travel. Mm-hmm. Like I do have people in my life that I know will go on a trip if I ask them to, but I do want to be able to, you know, jump around solo. Um, and it's everything. I've seen horror stories about being different places Mm -hmm. as a black woman, but I've also seen like, ironically, most of my Instagram feed now is black women traveling Mm -hmm. and some of them are solo and they tell you about their experience and how to do it safe. So safety has always been my number one priority as far as traveling, especially while being a black woman. Okay. Okay. So now... If you were to advise 
a younger version of you to get started or somebody that's just out there looking to get started traveling, what would your beer, let's say three, three tips to getting started? Do your own research. Don't necessarily wait for people. You can save up for a trip. You don't have to have all the money right then, right there. Um, and I wouldn't say necessarily get loyal to an airline, but I do have like a Delta credit card, but I will use that Delta credit card for cheaper flights on another airline if necessary, but still racking up the points. So you don't necessarily have to get loyal, but I would say get an airline credit card. Okay. Okay. And at the same time, keep your mind open, right? Because a lot of the times um, we don't think that the world is accepting of us just because of what we experience here. So um, the biggest thing I would tell most people is, one, be mindful, be open, mm -hmm. um, and do your research where you're going. Because yeah, a lot right. of times um, the little things go a long way, learning how to say thank you, learning how to just say certain phrases in a different language mm -hmm. um, will change the way they perceive you, Definitely. especially coming from America where, they think we don't really care. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because we act, we act that way sometimes. <laughs> like, right. That part. Yeah. So tell everybody where they can find you and what you got going on, if anything. So I am Jackie Got This on everything. Um, basically, IG and Twitter. And right now, I'm just chilling. Like I said, if you're a real estate investor, holla at me. Property management. And so what Jackie doesn't tell y'all is... She is the MVP behind the scenes for the Royalty Project. I appreciate that. And, you that know, part. she takes care of all the tech, all the connectivity stuff that needs to be done. Jackie HD gets it done. So That part. TheRoyaltyProject.org. There you go. There you go. So with that being said, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank I you for having me. I definitely appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. Um, click that notification bell so you guys know when new episodes drop and um, I want you guys to stay safe, travel more. Peace.